Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of Small Talk Bigger Ideas. I am your host, Neil Lopez, and on this podcast, I chit chat and have small talk with fellow creatives, entrepreneurs, and business owners, as well as artists. And we just basically have some freestyle conversation, and hopefully, it's going to give you some motivation and some creative ideas so that you can have bigger ideas from our small talk. Today's guest is none other than Alexander Tucker. I actually met you on Instagram. Yeah, we did. Yeah, on Instagram. And he actually lives not too far from me, about an hour or so. So uh, we decided to hook up and talk about his business. And he's an entrepreneur here in the area, um, actually from and currently residing in Union. Yep, yep. yep, Gotcha, gotcha. So Union's a happening place or what? Hey, sorta. We're one union. We're strong union. Yeah, you know? oh, there you uh, go. <laughs> uh, we're growing. We're a union that's growing together. Um, we just, you know, uh, you know, like everybody other town, didn't finished up elections and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, we still got a presidential election to finish up. Right, but, you right. Know, union is finish up ours, and man, we've had some uh, interesting changes. Um, we're growing. We're improving our downtown and mm-hmm. union. Right. Um, we have more businesses opening up and things like that. Um, that's good. And you and, guys got u- union studios. I meant to ask you about that before Union I started. Studios. I thought I'd seen something to say Union Studios. It's like a, a studio space for creatives. Oh, you're talking about Creation Innovation Studios. Is that what it is? Yeah. So Creation Innovation Studios is basically, it was an initial uh, brick and mortar place, right, that I opened up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I realized, like, Creation Innovation Studios is me, right? Mm-hmm. I um, have this ability, this knack for creating uh, small businesses and innovating existing ones. Our slogan is, uh, we create the future and innovate the past, right? You know, so I always, um, I kind of like HGTV a little bit. And I always mm-hmm. saw like, you know, some guys remodel cars, some guys remodel houses. I like to come. And then you got some guys that remodel restaurants. I like to come in and do businesses, right? That's fun. Right, right. Um, and the whole concept behind Creation Innovation, i give you a little uh, brief summary on that. Mm-hmm. It came as a need for my town um, when I graduated college. I knew that I always had, I wanted to do more. You know, I, I always wanted to continue getting better, continue trying to get to new levels in my life. Um, but then also I have this yearning for helping people, man. Like mm-hmm. That's I, awesome. Yeah. I love instant gratification, but mm-hmm. I love it more when other people, when I get to see it on other people's faces. Right. 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 So Creation Innovation Studio was like this little business hub for me that just I got a whole journal full of nothing but business ideas. And, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, how can we implement this? How can you bootstrap this business? How do these inter- uh, intertwine with each other? And I just realized for me to get people to believe in Creation Innovation Studios, I need to show them what I can do. And, and then I birthed uh, Esther's Alteration, right? So mm-hmm. going into Esther's Alterations, uh, it was a family-owned business that my grandmother, great-grandmother, was CEO of. Right? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like to use these technical terms, right? Mm-hmm. But I still like to say I founded the new one, right? Gotcha. Um, we and we're gonna talk about that. Yeah. But let's let's actually because I know we're we're kind of jumping into it. Let's talk right. about you first. Okay. Okay. So I like for the viewers and the listeners, they want to know, I'm sure, who you are, and I, I've got a little background about you, but just tell us about yourself. Well, man, I tell you, man, I am. Um, I'm a funny guy, man. I, uh, I'm a happy person. Uh, I'm from uh, Union, um, South Carolina, small town, uh, born and raised. Uh, we all know that if you're from Union, you're naturally a competitor, right? Um, 
Union really scoped me into the man that I am today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eagle Scout, uh, Pimento Boy State graduate. Like, if there was something to do, Union offered me the opportunity to do it. That small town. Um, played football. Went right on. Went on to uh, college at uh, St. Augustine's University, home of the Mountie Falcons, HBCU. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, played punter kicker. How did I make that transition? Oh, wow. Soccer. Right. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. YMCA gave me that opportunity to get good. You know how that <laughs> right. goes there, you know. Right, right. And um, so I did that, and um, my uncle, um, he uh, graduated from the Citadel uh, with a mass ma- uh, mathematician degree. Mm-hmm. I guess you would call it uh, in mathematics. Um, and uh, he always told me, he was like, you know, business makes the world go, but, you know, science makes it go around. Decide mm-hmm. which, which lane you want to get in. And um, so I, I got my uh, bachelor's in biochemistry. Uh, went to, uh, applied to dental school, decided, I said, you know what? That debt is a little too much for me, right? Mm -hmm. And then I just, I knew that I was going to ever be changing. If anybody really knows me, I'm always rambling off some type of business idea to you. Always, that's how you talk to me. You know, I always tell my ladies uh, when I get in relationships, I'm dating you, but I got a (laughs) mistress and my mistress is business. It's your business. I got you. I like that. I like that. You know, like, I love her. Right, right, right. She she makes me money. She lets us do things that we do together. Right, but we work through our relationship. It's it's an ever ongoing relationship, and um, it's one that I just can't get enough of. You know what I'm saying? Like you, Mm -hmm. you know, you're entrepreneur, you're a businessman. You know, it's like when you're at business and you're doing something that you enjoy, it's Mm -hmm. not work. Right, right. right? Especially when you're like super passionate about it. Yeah. You know, like you said, the gratification yes. is is nice, and the money's nice when you can do something that you enjoy. Right. Yeah. You know, man. That um, I realized that um, the reason why I wanted to be a dentist was for instant gratification. You can go to the doctor and get a shot, but most things take time to heal. You can go to the dentist and have a tooth knocked out, and we can put a new one in that day. Mm-hmm. Right. That's instant gratification. Uh, that business model, the uh, paint and sip ones. Um, you go there, you paint. You paint a picture, you take it home. That's mm-hmm. instant gratification. I, I've, I've got a little idea, and I'll share it on here. You know, you guys can take it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, a sipping so, right? So the difference between painting mm-hmm. and sipping wine is that painting stays on your wall at your house. Right. The sipping so, whatever garment we make, you get to wear that around. Where's the instant gratification? It's in the compliment. You don't get as many compliments uh, yeah. until somebody comes in your house. But if you wear a shirt or a dress that we made at our shop. Right, right. Hey, I really like that skirt, right? Yeah. Instant gratification. That's pretty dope. Right. Yeah. So, you know, I've never um, heard or seen anything like that. Plenty of sipping paints, but right. not sipping soap. Right. You know, so it's just something I've been working on in the back burner. You know, I'm always trying to bring something new to Union County, right? Um, mm-hmm. We got a Roses recently. Um, more about me, man. I... Uh, I love to dance, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I like to dance. It's like, you know, you get a, a nice coffee in the morning or something, you know what I'm saying? Get that day started, yeah. get it going, yeah, you know, put yeah. some good music on, something motivating, right? Staying right. Uh, motivated. And um, one thing uh, that I always do, I'm a big coach for myself. Uh, people say, you're really hard on yourself. I was like, well, but I would have to pay somebody else to be as hard as me on myself. Right, right. right. Um, I'm not into, I'm not playing sports anymore. I need a coach, you know. Oftentimes, you get better results when you got somebody pushing you. You mm-hmm. know, that's what mm-hmm. Olympic athletes do. They have a team around them. Right. Um, so in order for me to get that team, I need to show the characteristics of being disciplined myself. Right. Uh, but uh, I'm really uh, creative when it comes to redesigning things, uh, implementing new processes. 
uh, and ultimately uh, just optimizing businesses, you know, figuring out how to cut out the middleman here in transactions, Mm -hmm. um, how to uh, really get the most returns on um, just any project that you're that you're yielding or any endeavor that you go to. when it comes to uh, relationship building and networking, I love that as well, too. I like to get out and talk to people. Here, mm-hmm. here we are, right? Right, right. right? And I told you when I first met you, I was like, man, I want you to be my friend, man. Yeah, yeah. I want to be I want to be in your circle. I want to be. I want you to be in my circle. Like, right. I'm at a stage now in my life where I'm inviting the right people into my life, you mm-hmm. know, like people that are driven, you know, people mm-hmm. that, you know, see a better version of themselves, you know, like, because really and truly, we only got one life. Right. We only got one shot. Right. Right. And with that one shot, like you shouldn't live with it with any re- uh, regrets. I was telling a friend the other day, uh, you know, success is my job. I'm in the job of being successful. Everything I want to do, I want to try to be successful. And if I have a kid, I want to be a successful parent. I mm-hmm. just want to be a good dad. Right. I want to be a successful dad. Right. 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 If I start a business, I want to be a successful business owner. If I start a nonprofit, I want it to be a successful nonprofit, you know, Success is my job. And people say, how do you stay motivated like that? And, you know, and I tell them I'm always giving. I'm Mm -hmm. always giving Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's effort, time, experience, knowledge. Right. And that's not something a lot of people are willing to do. True. You know, and it's like like you're saying, like to be successful in life, you have to do stuff like that. It's not always about you. Like surround yourself with people that are willing to uplift you and motivate you. And life is, I guess, should be motivation enough. Whether you want to have this or whether you want to have that, you know, what like your ultimate objective is in life. If you just want to be average and there's nothing wrong with being mm-hmm. average or mm-hmm. if you just want to be able to do some other things in your life, mm-hmm. you know, put your kids through college and stuff like that. So I love talking to people that are driven yeah. and creative. Yeah. And I'm glad we're having this discussion because I think a lot of people, especially right now. Right. It's hard to be motivated. Yeah. With all the shit that's going on in the world. <laughs> I mean, it's like never mind the pandemic. Now we just got so much division going on, you know, it's like it's it's almost like it's no longer we the people. It's just we the people for ourselves or, you know, whoever. Right. So it's like, you know, it's kind of hard to, you know, be motivated, especially like we were talking beforehand when you're not surrounded by creative individuals. Right. You got to find it within yourself. Right. And make some shit happen. You know, it's like it's all on you at that point. Yeah. Other than that, it's just excuses. Yeah. You know, not now you're not going to be as creative as maybe somebody living in a different area surrounded by 10 different creatives or 20 different creatives because ideas get tossed back and forth. And that is good. That is healthy. Mm-hmm. But you still have the opportunity to do something yep. and maybe create something that no one has done before. Right. Like what you're doing in Union. You're right. trying to network with people, grow things, bring yep. things. And it's kind of like. I'm not doing it for Anderson because I don't I don't care for Anderson. Yeah, that's how <clears throat> you know what I'm saying. Right. It's just uh, others have done, and the reason why is because others have tried to do it, right? And they have not been able to because people didn't take hold to it, right? So to me, I don't want to waste my time and effort, right. and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. You put your time and your energy into what you think is going to work, Absolutely even if it right. doesn't, right? At least you tried. But yeah. if you're trying to eclipse what somebody has already tried a half a dozen times over, right? Chances are you're going to waste your energy. No. Don't don't keep spinning your wheels. Eventually put that thing in gear and go. So sorry for my rant. No, no, it was much needed. You (laughs) know, you you told people about prioritization. Yeah. That's what I heard. Right. And what you're doing, Neil, is really and truly you're building a new source of media. Right. You Mm -hmm. are going to be a media union. We just lost a um, newspaper. Right. Oh, wow. And I sit back sometimes and I'll be like, 
what an opportunity to shit to tell a narrative of a different side. What an mm-hmm. opportunity to be a source of media, right? Because oftentimes in social media, it has such a psychological effect on the the user, the the right. follower, right? That it can you wake up one morning, you see a post, it can start your day off wrong just right. like that, right? Exactly. Right? It's our newspaper now, you mm-hmm. know. So when um when it comes to networking, like you know, with uh, individuals like yourself, I'm always open minded. I always want to be involved, right? You know, mm-hmm. I always want to. What you got going on, man? How can I support you? You know, because everybody right. always come to people and say, um, "Can you do this for me?" Mm-hmm. I like to go to people and say, "What, what can, can I do for you?" There you go. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah. You know, I mean, because it's it's a lot of people have a problem with pride. Yes. You know, even if yes. they need help, they have a problem asking for it. Yes. And it's okay to be prideful, yeah. but it's okay to also let people help you yeah. because we all need help at some sort of point in our life. Yes. And it's not just saying financially, right. you know, maybe mentally, spiritually, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's okay. And you should have, and I hope you get, right. you know, viewers, listeners, those type of people in your life, especially now, you know, life's hard enough. It is. And, and, you know, that kind of puts me on the topic of the stigma of people with mental health or, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if you just, and mental health can be a dozen different things. You could be depressed, you could be, you know, anxiety written, or you can just have mental health where you're demotivated. Yeah. You lack ambition, yeah. you lack creativity. Yeah. It's not always a bad side of it. None of it's bad. Mm-hmm. And if we can get surrounded by folks that are going to help us, yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So see what you can do for people instead yeah. of always expecting someone to do something for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, like a famous so right. president said that I can't remember his name right now, but he's like John F. Kennedy, right? What, what can you do for your country? country. It's not what you can do for. for it's not for yourself. Your con- yeah, it's not what your country. It's not what. Yeah. Oh, it's I don't not know. what your country can do for you. It's what you can do, do for, for your country. Exactly. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Before yeah. I quote yeah. shit, I need to get it right. But, Sorry, we did. But yeah, but I mean, you know what I mean. It's yeah. like that's that's the whole premise for it. You know and. Like we were talking before here, I keep referencing our conversation beforehand because, right. you know, it's it's good. Yeah. But I want to share on here as well is that we need to stop being divided, not just for general things, right. but for business, yeah. you know, yeah. for creativity, yeah. for art, yeah. for whatever we do. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's just sad to see the division right now. You know, back in the Obama days, I thought it was going to be massive division. Right. And not only did those four years turn into eight, like, I don't think there's more division ever in the country than right. it is right now. Yeah. And it's sad because it's yeah. no longer we the people, it's we the government. And I feel like the, the naivete of some people, it just trips me out. Like, think for yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and I'm on this topic because we're going through this shit right now with the president. Everybody's up in arms. Everybody's talking shit about each other. Everybody's unfriending each other because of their political views. We can have difference of his opinion and right. still be friends. Right. And it's not one man. Right. First of all, the ultimate man you need to be worried about is God himself. Yes. Second of all, the one man is not a dictator of this country. That's China. That's yeah. communism. Yeah. So stop acting like it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's 535 other adults that are in Congress yeah. that can't get it right. Yeah. So why are you looking at one dude? Anyways, what I'm what I'm getting at is look past yourself, yeah. look past this next person to you, look further than that to the yeah. people that are actually willing to help you. Right, yeah. You know, not just in your creativity, but in your life. Yeah. Maybe in your business. Yeah. Like you're saying, network yeah. with the people that want to roll and rock with you. 
That's it. And, and but oftentimes, man, you know why people don't do it? You know why people decide not to be successful? Hmm. The unknown. Mm-hmm. Not knowing what's on the other side of that opportunity, that risk, that challenge, that gamble right. will sit you back in your seat. Right. Right. I will. I'm not a. I'm not. I don't like casinos. I realized that I was in Miami recently, and I went to the casino, and I was just like, all I'm doing is just taking the chance here. I'd rather take a chance on myself than on some mm-hmm. cards here. You know what I'm right, saying, right? Right. And I don't play the lottery either, right? And I was <laughs> right. like. Nah, I bet on me, right? Mm-hmm. I bet on me that I can make, go out here and make $100 just off an idea, some thought that I have today. You right, know? right. Or a hustle or something that something. you think of. Something. And it, it's like that meme that gets shared every once in a while. Um, you're scared to take a chance on yourself, but yeah. yet you'll wait a year for a 50 cent raise. You well, know? I yes. I mean, you yes. just, you're, and anytime you have to exchange time for money, we all have to do it. Everything in this world is commerce. So whether you work a job or you're a business owner, but you're living to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's all you're doing. You're not you're not working. Well, excuse me. You're working to live. Right. What I want to do is is live to work and live to work on my passion, my creativity. And yes, starting your own business or doing your own thing can suck and it will suck for a while. Yeah. But think about the gratification like we talked about in the beginning. Yeah. When it does happen, because yep. it will, you just got to yep. keep to it. It's like with YouTube, like, I don't know anybody else has a YouTube channel. Right. Um, around me. I don't. Right. right. And I stopped at about 500 subscribers about a year and a half ago. Yeah. Some personal things also happened too. I talked about that on my channel right. with a relationship. Yeah. And I was going to be like, well, nobody cares about what I think. Right. You know, why right. even do this? Right. And that was the unknown part. Yeah. And then I made up. A decision in myself. I, I, I conjured a stupid answer for myself, and yeah. I say, you know what? My perspective matters. Yep. If Your it resonates, if it resonates yeah. with one person, and that goes to the fact right now of what's going on. Your voice matters. It really does. So yeah. I'm sorry. I, I'm we're totally off subject here, but it's a good talk. It was good. We went down there. Yeah, I was because I mean, I'm almost I like I'm, I'm swaying towards politics, and I don't want to do that. So let's let's talk about some other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's get back on track here. Um, so we know a little bit about you. Yeah. yeah so yeah, you yeah. said you're a dentist too? No, no, no. I, oh, I you accepted. wanted to be, oh, yeah, you dental school. Okay. I, okay. Said, I was about to say, hey, damn, man, you, you do so much stuff. Yeah, man. So you're, you're a realtor first yep. and foremost. Uh, corporate, corporate athlete first and foremost. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, 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 I got yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then also personal coaching, speaking yeah. events, corporate yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, all that. Esther's alterations, which we'll get into. Yeah. So what's your number one thing right now? Now, my number one thing right now for myself is to continuously grow my brand, Alexander mm-hmm. Tucker. I'm soon going to be dropping AlexanderTucker.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really is going to have everything about me on there. Um, you know, what are my community initiatives? What do I stand for? Who am I? Uh, you know, who am I rocking with? You know, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and ultimately, more content about myself. Um, my grandfather used to say, uh, you're only as good as your name. So how good is your name, right? And people mm-hmm. think that they can go into places just off pure ego and confidence. And which is sometimes you can walk into a place like that and do that. But mm-hmm. oftentimes to really get a message across, a brand across, you got to be somebody. Right. And everybody's somebody that they use their voice and just get out of their own way, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I always live by the motto, close mouths don't get fed. So I'm going to ask you so I'm going to ask you for stuff, you know. And I was like, hey, what's up, Neil? Like, can I be on your podcast? Yeah. Like, let yeah. me come in. 
work with. And that was pretty dope because most people wouldn't. Right. And you, you know? got to reach out and be like, hey, would you ever think about doing this? No, not me. Right. I'm, I'm hungry. Right. I want to eat. Right, right. right. You know, um, and people always say, you know, you're always giving your time to something because I told them if I ever stop giving, I'm going to give up. Mm-hmm. If I ever stop giving, I'm going to give up. And um, all my friends that I have, I always be like, hey, man, we're going to speak positive around me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I enjoy right now, I really enjoy selling homes right now. Be answering that guy, trying to be that local expert in my town, helping people. Right. Uh, corporate America, uh, I'm in quality assurance. Uh, I work for a great company. Um, my corporate experience has really polished me into the professional that I am. Um, it's allowed me to... Uh, just conduct myself in business completely different ways. Um, it also helped me as an entrepreneur as well. It standardized a lot of my procedures and everything. So making a transition and bringing on real estate as a side hustle, uh, uh, as, as you will, uh-huh. was really, really easy for me. Um, I didn't, it, it wasn't a slow learning curve. I'm a fast learner. Um, and I knew people say, well, why'd you do it? And are you just being greedy? No, I'm being an opportunist. I know that, my fellow uh, friends from high school, people that are my age, they buying a house right now, right? What's mm-hmm. the best way I can help somebody? Is to educate them on the process and say, hey, um, you're going to need these falling olives to get pre-approved for the uh, house. Um, do you have bad credit? Well, I know some people that can help you with that. I'm not a credit specialist. I'm just your agent here. But mm-hmm. I like to have resources. I want to be. I want you to have right. me and your network. Because um, then, the, then it's not just you that's right. helping. It's... it's you don't have to go search or they don't have to go search for this person or that resource. Yep. And it makes things more convenient because life's hard enough. It Especially is. I can imagine buying a house. I'm, yeah. I have yet to buy mine, yeah. buy a house, excuse okay. me. But, you know, that's something I definitely want to do over the next two to three years once right. I figure out where I'm settling down. Yep. And, you know, that settle down to me is just a term. I mean, like yeah. settle down once my kid graduates high school in two right. years and then figure out where I'm going to stay for the next three or four or five years. Yep. You know, because that's the yep. good thing about homes. You can always resell them. All the time. Um, Fastest way to wealth. And, you know, I may just pull a U and go to Canada because this country, <laughs> man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's hey, going man. Toronto, man. Shout out yeah. to the six guys, man. I love it. Uh, right. It was a really great experience for me, man. Um, met a lot of cool people. Uh, Hang on one second. Yeah, you no you keep going. I'm going to yeah. fix this camera. Just midstream because yeah. that's just how we do things. No, it's all right. No, all right. but uh, it was. Sure you're still in Frank. Oh, I appreciate it. It was a really cool um, experience, man. I love uh, Jamaican food. I love the multi culture, the diversity. Um, I did a podcast with uh, a guy that lives in Toronto. Really? Yeah, he's a creative tech person too. A YouTube channel. It's kind of popular on YouTube. Andrew Warner. If you see this, brother, I'm hollering at you because you're the man. <laughs> yeah, but no, let's talk about more about Toronto when your experiences there. Oh, man, it really was uh, something that allowed me to really grow as a person. Um, see, but I've traveled to India to speak and conferences and stuff like oh, wow. that. Um, uh, been to Ottawa, Quebec, places like that. So really being out in Toronto was really just just like second nature to me. A lot. Of, it's a cleaner New York. Oh, okay. It's okay. a cleaner New York. I always wondered. Yeah. And, and Toronto is not, that's below Quebec. Yeah. Correct? Uh, kind of right above Buffalo. Like you can go, you can look at Buffalo. Oh, really? Like you can go through Buffalo and go straight I thought up. that was Niagara Falls. Niagara Falls. Okay. You can get, you can see, you can be in Canada on one side of the uh, falls mm-hmm. and you can be in uh, Buffalo, New York on the other side or Niagara Falls, New York. Oh, right? wow. Yeah. So you get a chance to go up there. There's a, uh, you can pay. 
$12 to go into the uh, falls. Okay. On the okay. Lady of Mist or something like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've and seen that plenty of times on like TV shows and movies. Yeah. You, you would like yeah. that, Neil. Yeah, that'd you be cool. Like that. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. but don't go now. It's probably cold up there right now. Yeah. So. And, you know, <laughs> and Quebec. Have you, you said you've been there. Yeah. Quebec is that is, cool. is that mostly like French Canadians there? Yeah. Francophone, really. Uh, went over the bridge and then all of a sudden, Everybody started speaking French, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Parlez-vous français?" Yeah, oui. yeah, yeah. Merci beaucoup. Ah, <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, yeah. So that was cool, man. Um, that was the first time when I, my first, one of my first experiences was uh, I, I ordered a steak, medium rare, mm-hmm. whole different definition there, boy. That, uh, it came back bloody, and it was like, "Oh yeah." So you gonna eat it? And I was like, "It was still mooing, man." That's how I like my steak. Bro. Yeah, yeah. You know, but. Sometimes I do like it'll be a little charred on top a little bit, but I was yeah, like, yeah, a little know, seared, yeah, thing. Let yeah, do my thing, man. You know, yeah. Um, poutine. Did you have any of that while you was in Canada? Poutine, no. The French fries and gravy, cheese curds. No, see, I got a uh, lactose intolerant. Oh, I okay, like, okay, I, I, I got you. Coffee, I use a half a creamer. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. You man, know. I hear you're missing out if you don't have the poutine in Canada. Well, I had a beaver tail. You know what is that? Beaver tail is like a. Funnel cake for oh, us here. You okay, know what I'm okay. It's just some type of different, like deep fried everything. You know, everywhere you go, somebody's gonna be deep frying something. Right, right. You know Oreos, <laughs> funnel cakes, <laughs> yeah, Twinkies. It's, it's crazy, money, man. man. Yeah, they gonna yeah. do it. Uh, but man, overall, man, uh, you would love Toronto. You got a Toronto vibe. Uh, the fashion there is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Prime Minister is a pretty cool guy. They've always had Justin that. Trudeau. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They have a uh, Caravana Festival there. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I can tell by the eyebrow raise. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so that's cool, man. And, and just perhaps I'm a big fan. Shout out to Drizzy. Shout out yeah. to that guy, man. He was in the six, yo. <laughs> uh, so man, that was another thing. I just, and I actually still do business with a friend up there, Kun. Um, I'll tag you on uh, uh, Instagram. He has a fabric store up there. So when the pandemic happened, mm-hmm. um, People initially were trying to discourage me about my shot. They was like, why would you do that? But then I told them, I was like, you know, do you see anyone walking around naked? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. And I was like, I'll always be in business. Some People love clothes. People love a good pair of jeans that they love, right? Mm-hmm. The, the jeans aren't going to change their size. You're going to change in size. You're going to either get bigger or you're going to get smaller. And then you're going to bring them in to let them in or let them out because you want to keep these jeans, you know? Right. So we were perfectly positioned, and I'm talking about Elsa's alterations, to bring on the mask thing, right? And when we lean on it, I tell a story about that. And that was really like one of the sparks that really made me feel so connected to my community when I came back home. Because mm-hmm. uh, I felt like I was really saving people, man. I felt mm-hmm. like a superhero, you know? Oh, yeah. Felt like, you know. Being able to make those masks and whatnot. Right. So yeah. would you say, like, earlier you were saying that was kind of like the second, the version two of it? Because you said your grandfather started it, correct? Yeah. So my great-grandmother started Oh, great-grandmother. I'm right. sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. She started it. Um, She initially had a shop downtown uh, Greenville. I mean, downtown Union. Sorry. I mean, the area. Mm-hmm. Um, Nice shop. I used to go to work with all the time. And then when my grandma, grandfather passed, she moved it to the house. And then when she passed, you know, she left me a house and everything, which is why I'm back, you know. Um, and it was like, uh, hey, uh, my grandmother didn't leave me any money. She left <laughs> me a house. Yeah. But these sewing machines are in here. Mm-hmm. That was your way to do it for me, right? So mm-hmm. I just uh, I just realized that uh, the... Um, inheritance was me going to get it myself right so yes as always my my grandmother now joyce hey grandma uh, <laughs> shout out to you she um 
We still live on Facebook? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. No worries, man. Go. I'm sorry. Continue. Um, my, uh, my aunt, my, my, my grandmother was asking one day, she was like, you know, I won't mind doing alterations. I was like, mm-hmm. are you serious? Literally two days later, had us a location. Uh, we're right on the bypass at 314, uh, North Duncan bypass in Union, South Carolina. Come and check us out. Um, and that's been four years ago and we've been just really, uh, We've just been really trying to uh, grow that brand. Mm-hmm. Um, we're looking to build more of a team so we can open up in the Spartanburg area. Gotcha. And then ultimately get to the Greenville area. Uh, but the mass, man, coming back and doing that and only charging $5, we had the local uh, newspaper come and talk to us. Uh, that was cool. And that was just my whole strategy was letting people know in my community, like, look, I'm not charging you $12, $15 for some fabric to go around your mouth, right? I'm going to make something affordable something that's sturdy that's quality and give it to you at the cheapest price that i can make it because you just got laid off work you're right right we're waiting we're living off a stimulus check at this point right my job is not to bust you over the head for your health and safety right right? that that, that's just taking advantage you know so people some of my customers said oh these are really nice you should raise the price and i was like but i don't view your life as money Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I don't believe your life is money. Yeah, right? then you know? that's like the first thought. Like, if you see an opportunity, then capitalize on it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. don't rake people over the coals about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because for me, here's the thing: I don't like wearing masks. I just don't. Yeah. I'm going to live my life. It gives me anxiety. I understand, as it does a lot of people. Right. And it's not a defiance thing. Yeah. And this pandemic has sucked. It's real. The severity of it, I don't know. You know, and it's okay to be safe than sorry. It is. But what I don't like, I I do like your mission that you did with that is people doing it just for the money. Yeah, no. If you want to do it to try to help save someone's life that is already compromised, great. And then if you can make it affordable, great. Because this is still America. We're not all wealthy here. My country is a Yeah. Yeah. I I love that part of it that you went in it for Mm -hmm. versus just trying to make a buck. Yeah, I mean, you know? and I told my staff, and they was like, we should raise our prices. And it was like, the all, all I care about right now is saving these people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They're going to come in my shop. They're going to realize where they came. And when they turn back around and they need something altered or tailored, guess where they're going to come right back there to? There you go. And it was never one of those get rich right now. It was a marathon. Like, I'm going to receive residual income mm-hmm. months and months and months. It's about making an impression. That's it. And then that way it resonates with yeah. them. And then you're the first person, hopefully, that they think of. That's it, man. That's it. And that's all I'm about, man. You know, um, yeah, of course. I like money. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like money? Money lets you buy we, stuff. We need you, it to survive. We need it. Unfortunately, right? we can't make it on just looks. Well, some people, some of y'all out there have been doing you can't. it. <laughs> no, you can't. no, no, yeah. <laughs> no, no. I wish. Yeah. You look yeah. look at this dude. This this dude Stop. right here, man. Stop, Come on man. now. Ladies, <laughs> wait, whoa, 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 before I misspeak, single or not single? Oh, if he takes you that long to answer, <laughs> Move, moving on, moving on. Anyways, okay. So, yeah, we can't necessarily just make it off our looks or, you know, just the things that we know. Right. Um, because I think even if you have a skill set, it's like who you know. Right. Like you say, we, we're, we're continuously going back to surrounding yourself with the people that you can 
move with yeah. and grind with yeah. and work with and, you know, make money together. Yeah. It's not always about just one person. It's about yeah. a team, you know? That's what they say. Uh, the sum of individual parts sometimes sometimes can be lesser than the whole, mm. right? People think they, they can, I can get rich really quick and then not break bread with others. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to make money, you have to spend money. Mm-hmm. To get rich, you have to get other people's money, mm-hmm. right? You People have to give you money. If you inherit something, it came from somebody else. Mm-hmm. If you own stocks, these people are working. You're getting money from their efforts. That's coming to you, right? You know, that's the only way to do it, man. If you're going, if you're going to try to get wealthy, you're going to have to get money out of other people's pockets. Right. And even if you steal it, you stole someone <laughs> else's money. Right. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah. That's how I try to keep it as simple when I'm thinking about a venture. Like, and I hate to say it this way. It's probably, it's probably coming to bite me in years. But what's the easiest way to make a transaction? That's it. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I start the whole idea concept. Like, mm-hmm. what can I put in place that will make people want to provide me with a byproduct of money? Mm-hmm. That was it, you know. Yeah. And then I and I try to just fine tune that idea. And and when I got the S's alterations, we started being creative. That's another thing for you entrepreneurs. Like, just because you set your business up as one particular model in one industry, please don't just. I mean, they say be a niche there, make it a niche, but. You're an entrepreneur. You're creative. You're multi-talented. Like mm-hmm. I know you can spring something along. So if it's, you know, with uh, every uh, mask, with every altered clothes we do, pants, we'll up the price by two dollars and throw a mask in there. Yeah, you mm-hmm. basically just paying for the mask, right? A lot of like I love uh, Audis or um, who does it when you have to buy the bags. Yeah, well, Audi you have to buy the cart exactly and bring your own bags. Yeah. So I was like, I don't, I, don't, I understand the cart thing right. because I, people I, steal carts and, and crap like that. I don't like because I, I, I forget when I forget when I get an Audi, I'm like, damn it, what am I gonna put? That? I'm gonna carry all this shit mm-hmm. out, and they're like, sometimes they have boxes over there yeah. and whatnot. But then if you don't bring your own bags, I mean, they sell the bag too, just like they you know, it. basically you incorporated the price of the mask in. Yeah. For the pants, or, well, yeah. excuse me, you have the pants price and incorporate the mask, so you right. got something, but right. then they sell you a bag that you can bring back next time yeah. for your groceries. Yeah. Yeah, so, man, I yeah, tell you, it's man. just all about repetition, right? And it's all about, you know, basically having that stream of just that big kind of like ball of wax circle that keeps coming back. That's it. The life cycle. Yeah. The sales there life you cycle. There mm-hmm. you go, man. I tell you, Neil, man, we might need to go into business. I, mean, I tell you, I'm fine. Yeah, because <laughs> people don't realize it's like, it's not always a, a one pop, wham, bam. No, yeah, no, it's you not. You know, with it's business, not. like, that's the thing. People need to worry about more so residuals, mm-hmm. residual income versus just a one-time income, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And that's with anything, whether it's like a subscription base or if it's a retainer, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Like yeah. me now, I'm trying to get clients on retainer. Yeah. So that way, not necessarily saying you can 100% count on that money. Right. But if they do their part and I do my part, right. I know that money is coming. That's an excellent structure for you know what photographer. I mean? for, for what are you trying to do? Videography? Videography. Yeah. yeah, for businesses. Um, just doing like a, basically, I came up with an idea after seeing a guy do it on YouTube especially right now. So I was thinking of going into businesses and saying, Hey, I'll create 30 days of Instagram slash Facebook content for you, which is essentially just 30 images. Mm -hmm. Um, and then maybe sweeten a deal with like a 60 second promo video. Boom. And, but I'm going to do it all in like three days out of the month. Boom. And then you have 
content for the, your entire month. Yep. You're doing something that someone else is probably not doing. Most yep. likely doing is providing content to your viewers and your users and your audience every single month. Yep. And we're going to do it quickly. So I'm going to come here every week and do that yep. at least once a week. So maybe on the third week, I go ahead and do the fourth week's content as well yeah. and save $500 cool. per month retainer. But then Ooh, I thought about I like it. That. Then I thought about it right now for businesses. $500 sounds like a lot. And I don't want to bring myself there as, okay, I'm doing a service and here's another bill. It's all about proposition value right? to me. Right. So for me, the proposition isn't $500 a month. Right. Because to them, to them that sounds like a bill. Yeah. So I will say $100 a week. It's you all know, about the way you structure it. It's all deal. the way you say it, right? It's, it's proposition. Because oh, yeah. to me, if I heard $500, $500 a month and I'm struggling right now as a business, yeah. automatically I'm probably going to say no right. if I'm struggling. Right. $100 a week, I'm going to have content for an entire month. Yep. I'm going to do stuff that my competition is not doing. Yep. I can find $100. Oh, no, that's not, that's not, you, I can find a $100 a week because right. mentally that sounds better. It does. You know, It, it doesn't does. seem like a bill. It seems like something that's going to give me some synergy. Right. You know what I mean? And that's important. So, yeah, like going back to what I was saying at first is retainers, yep. you know, subscription model stuff. Residual income is like where I think people need to start working on. Definitely. Because for me, when I'm doing stuff business wise, I hate talking about money. Yeah. Con- yeah, yeah. Constantly. Yeah. I don't like if we're going to do a project, give me half up front. Let, let's work. Mm hmm. And then we'll talk about money once we reach milestones. And mm-hmm. that'll be up front in the contract. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to talk about money every week or every right. month. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather focus on working. Yep. Because I got my motivation. You didn't pay me up front. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And then that way when I'm churning and burning stuff out. And for me, it's not just about making a video for someone. It's about how that can solve a problem. Yeah. Whether that problem is exposure. Whether that problem is like lack of customers. Right. Um, any sort of synergy and brand awareness, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. That's what I go into. And that's what you have to when you're doing something creative, in my opinion. Yeah. Whether that's photography or videography, web design, marketing, like what ultimate problem mm-hmm. are you going to solve for that business owner or that customer or your client? No doubt. You know, and this, no like you said, you know, proposition value. You yeah. have to have it. Yeah. So, um, I real, real, real go quick. ahead. Yeah, I can end it though. No, it don't matter. I was gonna get something to drink. <laughs> oh, parts. go ahead. We pause it. We pause it. Okay. Um, we're in frame. We're good. We're recording. All I got is Diet Pepsi and Diet Mountain Dew. Give me Diet uh, Pepsi, man. Okay, yeah. cool. We'll do that, and I'll save this video. How many people did you have on? Uh, I think it was like maybe 15 over that time, but the amount of views you got 77 viewed it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, but it's gonna continue to go. Yeah. No, I would have never known, man. Yeah, type two is all good, though. I uh, create, I uh, control it with diet sometimes, but I like snacks, man. I like no, snacks. there's nothing wrong with that, man. I try to tell you, man. It's uh. But see, people don't know. Like, I used to be big, mm. pant forty-four. I wear thirty-four now. Good job for so, you. So thanks. Um, but in high school, man, I was a big boy. Good job for you, you know? man. So I'm, you, I'm man. trying to 
trying to eat right. It's hard though, man. Especially like if you're on the go and stuff. All the time, yeah. You're just like shoving especially whatever you in your got mouth. No, uh, lady cooking for you or anything, yeah, man? Start Freshly, we have to. We gonna have to pay. I know. We gonna have to pay because you. Hello, fresh and all that shit. You got to because yeah. do we have time to sit in there and cook and then wash the dishes afterwards? Right, there's dishes in the sink right now. I'm like, fuck, I don't. And I got a dishwasher, <laughs> but I don't want to run the dishwasher because it runs a power bill up. Exactly. Because it runs for like an hour. Exactly. I'm like, man, power and water bill. Yeah, yeah. Hey, sometimes, sometimes out of the money, I'd be like, I'm not about to wash my clothes. I'm just gonna take. I'm just gonna use this five dollars. <laughs> I'm going to wash it here, but I'm going to dry them at the dry. The right. Washer. And I almost rather just buy a t-shirt for $5 yeah. just to put it on instead of having to wash it, hey, you know? I was telling I was telling my lady the other day, I was like, you know, I know how to get both t-shirts for sale. She was like, how much would it cost for 40 t-shirts? I said, $68. I said, I could wear a fresh t-shirt every day of the month and wash one time. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just grab and go. Now yeah. we do the same with socks. Right. 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 One trip. Yeah. Underwear. One trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how you guys do it. She was like, that's crazy. And I was like. Is it though? I'm making it work for me. Right. Exactly. That's all that matters. Yeah, man. But <laughs> I, yeah, uh, that retainer idea, man, that was, um, that's a good structure there. Um, yeah. Oh, we about to pick it back up now. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to cut that all that out though. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay, cool. So, go ahead. Yeah, man. The, uh, the retainer idea, I mean, when you were speaking the idea, I was right here. My wheels were turning, and then I was like, man, I can use this service right here because, you know, I'm lunch, I, I'm just about to uh, finish uploading my first videos for my uh, YouTube channel, mm-hmm. uh, the South Carolina Real Estate Agent, right? Mm-hmm. Out of- nobody picked that. That's crazy. Nobody <laughs> Bob Tompkins, it. what you doing, bro? Yeah, he's going to be on the podcast it. tomorrow. I'm oh, like, yeah. Yeah, he's, a, he's, a, he's kind of a viral realtor, yeah. and yeah. he's done a lot of good work. Um, but yeah, Bob, what's your deal, man? Why didn't you pick that? So you got the South Carolina realtor on YouTube and I've been telling him to do a YouTube channel, man, because he's getting all these views on Facebook, which is cool, but he could be making money on YouTube from those views every time. And it's not a ton. Like I'm, I've been monetized for two months now, Wow. but I didn't, my goal was not to be monetized. My goal strictly is to, if I'm reviewing this product and somebody's trying to make a decision or if I'm talking about a life experience or fear of missing out on new gear because people think they got to have the best gear. I, heard, I saw that one. Yeah. You know, that's the one we, yeah, right. you, we you found me on. Like, right. it's more than just making a buck, you yep. know. Now, eventually, I do want to sell my apparel that I'm working on and stuff okay. like that. But it's all about still helping. And it's fun. I do it mostly for fun. Now, I haven't done one in a month because I've been so busy with weddings. But now that I have some free time after this Saturday because it's my last wedding of the year, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get back to it. Mm -hmm. And that's that's fine. You don't have to YouTube again. Marathon, not a race. Um, It's it's really just to help and be informative. And some people may like it. Some people don't. Like I had one video, a bunch of Sony users trashed me and I didn't even talk about Sony in a bad manner or bad light. They just, you don't know what you're talking about. Well, that's why it's called a rumor video. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it's like, and I don't even reply to those people. And if I do, I just say, thanks for watching. I appreciate you. Wow. So I need to expect some trolls then, man. Oh, yeah. You got trolls all the time. Really? Yeah. Especially on YouTube, man. It's like, they have nothing better to do. And I even made a video. It's like, you don't know how hard it is for us to try and make a perfect video. And it's never perfect. Yeah. Because I'm not like the big names on YouTube. I still think that I have massive room for improvement on my YouTube stuff and not only my YouTube stuff, but my videography work. Yeah. Um, I know we're kind of getting off on me, but no. this 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 should resonate with other folks. Like right. constantly be working on your craft. 
Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's just going to make you better as a creative, as a person. Yeah. And if you're constantly motivated to do better, then you're going to want to do better. Yeah. And it reflects your work. Like I've had a handful, not a ton, because again, don't know a lot of creative folks, but it makes you feel good when someone comes up to you and say, Hey man, I seen your YouTube channel. Hey man, I listened to your podcast. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't know it. I knew somebody that does that. Mm-hmm. And like, um, I did a wedding for a friend who owns a bar here, um, for one of his bartenders. She's <clears> also a friend. Yeah. And I had a couple of people that night that was there at the reception party say, dude, your photography is banging. Right. You know, it, it's not going unnoticed. And that made me feel good. Yeah. You know, yeah. cause I've only been doing photography for about a year. Yeah. And at first I sucked, right. you know, <laughs> but I learned composition. Yeah. I learned how to direct people <clears throat> with shooting and I learned how to color grade the images. Right. It's cause I wanted to, I was motivated to, cause I've seen great pictures. I'm like, I want to do that. Right. Why can't I do that? Right. And yes, I've had the issue of buying gear that I shouldn't have bought and but people switching buy stuff camp- all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People buy shit all the time that if they don't you need. You need it. Yeah. You need it. But right now with what I'm rocking with, which is the Panasonic stuff, my buddy Jimmy got me on it. I love it. Yeah. It works for me. Okay. So what I'm getting at is like you gotta find the stuff that works for you. Right. Whatever it is. Right. You know, and it's I'm I'm I am like probably preaching to the choir for some. Yeah. And I need to take my own advice too. A lot of times I find myself making excuses, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I decided this year I was going to do weddings. I want to do weddings. Right. I stopped photography. I was doing boudoir and creative photography shoots and that was fine. And I enjoyed doing them. But then I started thinking, well, that's not making you the money that you want to make. Right. And you better get it while you can, you know, and right. I, I think about shit because we just said during the break, which is actually cut out of this episode. Unfortunately, I have diabetes. Can I do something about it? Yes. Am I doing the most I can? No. But my motivation right now is to work, Mm -hmm. to get in shape, because I don't know if next year I may fucking curl over dead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Who's going to pay for my funeral? Who's going to pay for my kids stuff? Yeah. You know, so that alone should motivate you to do things. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. Health is wealth. Yeah. Health is wealth. Yeah, yeah. no doubt. And, I, and, it, and, and it's, it's becoming more prevalent now as I get older. Yeah. And like I've shared this a few times. I'm 40 years old. I may not look it. I don't know. No the, way. The, the gray may give it away and I want to shave this shit off. But <laughs> keep going. It's good. Uh, keep man, it, it. it makes me look what somebody says uh, seasoned or um, sophisticated, sophisticated yeah, or distinct. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah, like, you look, you look like you got something uh, to say. Here. Well, I, I need a haircut and a trim. So excuse me. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's like. Next year or next month, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like no, nah, it ain't gonna be no time soon. Uh, God willing, yeah. you know what I mean? And and, and, and you willing, and yeah, willing to and, make and sure me too. Yeah, yeah, I got to do my part. Yeah, you know, and it's just like health, work. Mm-hmm. I want people to realize, man, it's like you've got to do stuff that makes you happy, right? Because if you're working something dead end, right. or if you're not passionate about it, I know it's probably hard to make that leap, right? What do you do to release? Like, what is like your? Uh, I know for me, like. I can be alone by myself and just like do nothing. That's it. Do nothing. That's like it. Literally watch a show and just mm-hmm. let my brain just turn. I off, get you know? fussed at from my girlfriend about it. And she's like, you just, you know, you shut me out. I don't, it's not shutting you out. I just, I'm that type of person where I'm okay being alone. Right. And I just, especially if I'm in a bad mood, yeah. because I don't want to segue that over to you. Right. And it, it just, I'm human. It happens. You'll get snappy with somebody. They'll do a little something to irk you, Boom. but I'm the same way. I just, 
want to be alone with my thoughts, say nothing, do nothing, watch something on television, yeah. dive into YouTube. Yeah. Recharge. Mess- yeah. Yeah, that's all you're doing. Yeah. And, and this, I like doing this. Right. I actually enjoy doing this right. more than I like doing the product review videos on my channel. Okay. Because it's it's a dialect and it's right. a, you know it's a dialogue with right. someone and you get to bounce ideas like yeah. especially like I was saying earlier I'm not in an area right. that I feel like is creative right it's non progressive right. and people who are from Anderson don't hate me I mean everyone has their preferences yeah. but everyone who's listening to this if you are from Anderson you know this is not a tech hub mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. well why don't you go somewhere that's a tech hub well it's easier said than done. That's why I'm trying to do the things that will bring out creativity. But Talking yeah, to you, yeah. doing this podcast, doing my YouTube channel. Right. You know what I'm saying? Doing vlogs and stuff like that. There is a good thing about no other techie people around here, though. You get to be the subject matter expert in the area, right? You get to build that brand around you, yeah. you know. And that's what I'm hoping I can do, mm-hmm. especially with small businesses. Mm-hmm. Not, not necessarily corporate businesses because mm-hmm. they probably already got their own deal going. All right. But if I can help smaller businesses stay in business, especially right now, yep. still become and stay relevant, yep. then that's great. Yep. Because I'm a small business. Yep. I'm a small guy. I'm yep. nothing. Like, I'm, am, you know, I, I say that loosely. But there's ways to help folks that wouldn't think necessarily about what you're thinking because you have the creative aspect. They're just trying to make it just like you. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, no, man, I tell you, um, this conversation we had tonight has just been really one of recharging for me, mm-hmm. being able to sit down, uh, talk with another fellow creative. You know, like I drove an hour and 30 here. Yeah, yeah, like, I appreciate you. Yeah, didn't mind at all. I, yeah. was, I was telling uh, one of my friends, I was like, yeah, man, I got to go do this, man. He was like, but you just worked today. And I was like, the ground don't stop. Yeah, man. but it, you get a second win from doing something that right. excites you. Right, You know, right. So, you know, that's what a lot of folks need to think about as well. Like yesterday... I was working on my website. I was writing my movie script oh, for, for my short film. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you see it before you leave. Hey, too. now let me. Yeah. Yank, now so, me, if you're casting, <laughs> give me like a little spot out. It, it, it literally is a one, per, two person. Okay. It's, a, it's a small child, a boy, and it's one female actress. Okay. But I, this is not going to just be the only one. Um, as at, excuse me, excuse me. Take a pause, Neil. I got excited for a second. Yeah, yeah, no. At night they come. Short film, you're going to see it. Um, Hopefully by the beginning of next year. Okay. So that, sorry. But what I was getting at is I did that. I was working on my website, my portfolio site, because I need to get that up and going Mm -hmm. to show off my work so I could run ads to book the weddings I want to book for 2021. Like you were saying, I was tired yesterday and I still did all that stuff. I took a break. I was like, I'm done for the day. Then I got to thinking about it again. Well, why are you going to take this over until the next day when you can get this done now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at a certain point, you can't keep putting it off if you want to get the reward from it. Yep. You got to put the things in place and put the things in order so you can start getting some synergy off of yep. your work. Yep. Anyways, um, got a question for you. Yeah. So all the different type of niches that you're in, that's awesome. Very diverse. I like yeah. that. Yeah. What do you, well, first of all, I want to know, how do you go about building, in your opinion, a successful customer base? Uh, I am a stickler. For customer service. I do mm-hmm. this one thing. I tell you, I tell people all the time. This, they don't believe me. If I go to a nice restaurant, I will start a timer or just look at the clock on my phone. It's, it's 741. If I sat down and I ate there for 30 minutes mm-hmm. and the waitress was good and uh, she, he or she just tended to me and made me feel comfortable, 
Then if I eat that for 30 minutes, there's a $30 tip for you. I'm paying you for your time. Wow. Right? I'm paying you for every minute that I'm there, right? Because, you know, waitresses, and then they make like two, three dollars an hour mm-hmm. or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And if I'm a stickler on customer service, I try to provide good customer service where with uh, S's alterations, I will get up in the middle of the night. If you need those pair of pants and you live 20 miles from me, I'll have them on your doorstep. I'll call you and I'll bring them to you. Wow. Why? Because it's all about that instant gratification, making mm-hmm. sure that person is taken care of, going the extra mile. And it makes you feel good, right? Right. And then they tell five or six other people, oh, no, you go to SSR. It's almost like a, a, a cult. It's like, no, go this way. Don't you go nowhere else. Don't you do it. <laughs> I, 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 I right. owe him this, right? Because right, right. I went the extra mile for them. And uh, same thing with real estate. Like, uh, with all my clients that I'm building, uh, uh, servicing right now, I stay in constant communication with them. I'm always cheering for them. You know, mm-hmm. when things go left in a deal or or a uh, transaction is taking too long to occur or they need to wait a little longer to get pre-approved, I'm that one friend in their network that's going to say, hey, you got me now. You you, you made a good friend here, mm-hmm. right? I'm mm-hmm. going to continue to work for you. I'm your customer, right? And that goes two ways. Like, they're my customer, so mm-hmm. I serve them, but then again, I'm their customer because I want to make sure that, that uh, they're serving me, right? You know, by right. that means giving me referrals or uh, maybe giving me a review on one of my pages and everything, like you know. So the best way to build a successful customer base, in my in my opinion, is uh, word of mouth, successful uh, marketing, whether it's either Facebook or social media. You have to let people know where you are. Um, thirdly. Providing instant gratification. What can you do for me right now? Mm-hmm. What I never come back empty-handed. When right. I go talk to somebody and they say, well, what can you do for me? I'll either go research and put that time in, bring them back information, let them know like, hey, with my clients all the time, I tell them, you're my boss, right? I may make way more money than them, right? Mm-hmm. But yet I give everything that I've learned, all of my skills, all of my abilities, and I call them and I say, all right, boss, what you want to do? <laughs> That's it. Because, right. Yeah, I give them that power. Right. Right. To and and, and low people. key people like that. They do. You know, and it's not a it's not a, a matter of being a servant, right. but you should also know that you should be in servitude. You know, and, and there, there's a difference. You know, and people mm-hmm. people don't realize and dis- distinguish the two. Right. Like being a servant, but being of servitude is different. Right. You know what I mean? And people think of that as a, a bad thing. No. If you can serve someone and make them happy, yeah. it goes a long way. Yeah. You piss one person off, they'll tell 20. Yeah. Or you yeah. can make them happy and they'll tell 50. Yeah, or, have, uh, or at least that's the momentum that you'll get. I used to have a 5.0 star rating on Google for S's alterations. I had one client, that uh, one customer, and I told him, I was like, the day you said you was coming, we were open, we were waiting for you. You waited mm-hmm. two Fridays later when right. we were closed that day. You right. Know? And then you leave me a bad review. One bad review on Google drop you like seven points. It could take you to a three point six. Mm-hmm. You know, it yeah. really could hurt you. you and know? it's like I got twenty good ones. What the heck? You know, yeah. it's like what the hell? That you when you nailed it. You said one one mm-hmm. bad person can go tell twenty. Those twenty, yeah. yeah. And it's for some reason, whoever's looking for you or at you just so happens to see that one happens that one that blemish. One. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, hmm, and that and that that messes around and gives them a different thought process, mm-hmm. which sucks, and it's not fair. Mm-hmm. Luckily, what I've been doing, photography and videography, 
Never had one complaint. Yeah. And I've probably had about 60 or 70 clients. Right. Not to say it won't happen mm-hmm. because I may screw up one day, but I'll own up to that. Right. Yeah. In your particular case, it wasn't your fault. But no. people sometimes, and, and again, in business, you won't please everyone. No, you can't. You just can't do you it. You can't do it. Because sometimes it. people just aren't meant to be pleased. Right. And you never, you're never right. Even if you're wrong, even if you're right, you're never right when dealing with a customer. I realized that. Like, mm-hmm. I could tell them, hey, we got this back to you in time. Um, I'm sorry it doesn't fit. What did you do? Mm-hmm. Right? Were you getting a little happy with the Twinkies <laughs> there? You know what I'm saying? Something like that. You know, like, right, right. Um, and uh, when a customer blows up on me, you can beat you can beat up on me. Sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, mm-hmm. my job is not to react to that. Right, my job right. is to stay professional. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs feel threatened because they're so emotionally attached to their business. I am attached to my businesses, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I don't give a damn about none of this. Right, right. The way I define success is you know being able to get married, have a nice family, have kids. Uh, not be ultra ultra rich, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I don't need just comfortable. I don't need billions. Yeah, don't have to get up in the morning and worry about bills. Yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying? I just want to be able to just you know be happy, do the things I like to do. Mm-hmm. You know, go into my office, work on business, mm-hmm. cook meal, go home like you. You know, you I want to be able to come in, have my space, get off work, mm-hmm. do something I like doing, get up, do right. it again the next day, right. That's 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 wealth. That's success for some people, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's all about what you define it as, man. And uh, the way that I stay motivated, I'm my biggest cheerleader. I'm really my biggest cheerleader. I'm always like, you know, I listen to a lot of rock. Sometimes like heavy metal. Sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I gotta, <laughs> Trying to get in that mood. Yeah. I gotta, yeah. Gotta, get pumped that, up. Yeah. I gotta <laughs> get that in the trenches, you know. Right. And, uh, right now, my thing on Facebook is season mode, like. I played college football, so oftentimes, like, you know, the coach would be like, no girls, no uh, no type of intimate relationships. Like, I want, I want you to get the, the beast out of you, like, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's uh, something that I continue to still practice today. And um, my strategy for me being successful is very simple. I have an offense, a defense, and a special teams. Mm-hmm. Real great teams score in all three phases. You can't. It's very hard to beat a person. If they can score offense, defense, and special teams, that's three times they scored in a phase. Mm-hmm. That's very hard to beat. That person's trying to be perfect. No penalties, no fumbles, just score. Right. Score the ball. Right. Make tackles, intercept it, kick the field goal, line back up. Because mm-hmm. that's all it is is once you're done with one client, you're on to the next one. Right. How do you score? That's it, man. That's mm-hmm. it. And I – and we we can um yeah. so yeah I mean I was gonna ask you what do you what do you think your path to or what you, you would think a path to success or if you had a formula for that yeah um but yeah you pretty much answered that yeah that's it just I tell football players all the time like any athlete like any person that's played anything competitive whether it's badminton to chess like <laughs> you know strategy you just want to go into it blind hoping that a miracle happens that somebody just comes down and blesses you mm-hmm. uh people always say oh, i'm gonna hit the lottery but never play a ticket yeah you're not, not gonna, gonna happen <laughs> right right and chances of you winning the lottery are slim to none anyways right so right. invest that mindset into i'm gonna win at life Instead of waiting on the Ooh. win. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. That just came to me. Ah. That just came to me. 
That's the gym. Episode <laughs> over. We'll see you guys now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what you need to do when you, when you advertise this one. Do yeah. that one. Like, right. Yeah. That, that'll be the, uh, the little clip for this one. For <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> but no, seriously. I mean, like, people are always waiting for shit to happen. Yeah. yeah. And again, you know... I, I won't say that I wait for stuff to happen. I do make excuses. Yeah. And we all do. Right, yeah. But we, like, you know, sometimes we get demotivated mm-hmm. and we can't help it just because of what's happening around us and what we hear. But sometimes we got to have that tunnel vision, you know, to make yeah. shit happen. Like, I'm just not afraid to lose it all, man. Mm-hmm. Like, as long as I tell. Because, like, what's the worst that can happen? As long as you can get a job. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're asleep and you got a roof over your head and yep. you can get a job, you can bounce back from anything. Exactly. Even I really feel like any type of debt, because you're not going to get in a million dollar debt if you're not doing million dollar business. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, And people trip me out when they say, I want to make, I want to be a millionaire. You do realize you don't just make a million dollars and you're a millionaire. Mm-hmm. That's not being a millionaire. Mm-hmm. They, they ha- get all about the net. They, they gross exactly. a million. Exactly. Exactly. Would you net it probably a quarter. Right. So you're going to have, have a multiplier of at least four or five to become a millionaire. And people don't understand that, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, everybody's allowed to dream. Everybody's allowed yeah. to voice. Everybody's allowed to do it. And it's do. okay because we want you to be millionaires. Yeah. I want to be a millionaire. I want him to be a millionaire. Yeah. But just realize it's not just making a million bucks. Don't let, that, don't let money be the centric goal for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you're going to have to do a lot more than just one thing. I mean, look at Jeff Bezos. This guy's richer than... Richie Rich. Oh His wife got ridiculous. rich off a divorce. His wife got so rich. I think she was number she t- 16 on the list. Yeah, after he got this, after she, they got divorced and she got her that settlement. Crazy. He's made three times more money than he was worth before he got a divorce during this whole pandemic. That's crazy. To me, that sucks. It's whack because he is not a philanthropist in my yeah. mind. I think a lot of these people should give back. And that's what it's about. Like, if you make that, for me, like if I, let's just we'll go back to the lotto. Mm-hmm. And this is not just hyperbole. I'm not just saying this just to say it. If I won millions of dollars, I don't need all that money. Like you How said, you yeah, what do you, I just want to live comfortably, not worrying about paying bills. If I want to no. eat out every night, great. No. If I want to take a trip overseas for a month, great. Yeah. That's the kind of life that I would want. Mm-hmm. Maybe a month at a time is a little embellished and a little ambitious, but... Right. You know, if I just want to say, all right, well, at least twice in a year, we're going somewhere for a week. Yeah. You know, and if I was to win the lottery, it's all about giving back, man. Because, like, what are you going to leave behind? A bunch of money for somebody else to do something with? Like, if I won millions of dollars, no joke. So, like, mark my words in case you ever see me run into some money. South Carolina educational lottery. (laughs) yeah. Yeah. The first thing I do granted is take care of my people's mm. people being mom first mm-hmm. second thing i do is go overseas for a month just travel because yeah. that's i haven't been able to do that yeah that's what sucks especially yeah. when you get to a certain age it's like what have you done right i understand thirdly i'm coming back and i'm building subdivisions single family homes for veterans Ooh. starting with one okay at least 50 homes okay so what i'm saying is if i've become a millionaire and i mean like five million dollars worth of liquid yeah that's what I consider being a millionaire. Right. That's what I'm doing. That's Boom. the plan. I like that. Because I just want to live. Com- you can't spend it all. You really can't. And if you do, you're doing it frivolously. Yeah. Like you're doing it for all the wrong reasons wanting to become a millionaire. You know? So. People, people say they do it, man. People say they. Uh, and then they say when you get $5 million, oh, that really ain't no money. Yeah, and I don't want to make $10 million. Yeah. You're crazy as hell. Yeah. I could live off of $5 million the rest of my life. It's what you do with the money. 
And it's about where you live at. Yeah. Think about it. You had five million in Anderson. You retire. You'd be yeah. You'd You're be retired. Chilling. You'd be the king. You could yeah. you could go out every night literally and spend a thousand dollars at a bar. Yeah. And you would still be have okay. A, be okay. Yeah. Be like no, you could no. buy a full wardrobe. Yeah. For the next few years, be okay. Yeah. You could buy a house multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah. But it's about what you do with your money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, my whole thing about what I'm saying is, is like, don't be in such a rush to just build wealth. Yeah. Build like you said a name. Yeah, build a name, build, build a, a life. Build a life, a legacy, yeah. something that will resonate for yeah. a while, even after you're gone, like Esther's alterations. That's it. That's it, man. That's it. That's the whole thing, man. Trying to build a successful life that you Because it's a staple in your union. Yeah. You know? That's it, man. I tell you. And that's got to make you feel, uh, number one, baby. <laughs> Besides that stupid ass review. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, whoever that was. Thank you, Neil. Yeah, Who's yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to go leave one just to leave one so it'll take that one off. Yeah, there we go. Get us up to 4.6, Neil. It's still 4.3. For real. I got the laptop right here. That's what I'm doing right after this, man. But no, man, if, if you, um, I don't, I don't want to beat a dead horse. You got any more questions for me? I mean. No, I mean, not really. I just, I like, see, man, this is what it's all about. It's just about small talk, brother. Yeah. Um, But, you know, let's see. Have we got any more questions here on my notes? You must have got a text from a lady or something. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 I was I'm just thinking about that hour 30 drive back. I was oh, like, yeah, Ooh. I got you. I got you. Oh, I do have a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. What? Well, let me ask you, not so much as people, well, maybe a person or a people or maybe a book or what resources do you as an entrepreneur doing real estate and doing okay. your your multiple businesses and your marketing and your coaching? Because obviously you have to be motivated to yeah. do that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, who inspires you or what book inspires you? I mean, it doesn't even have to be someone famous. It could be someone close to you. I'm just I'm just curious. Well, I tell you who I'm a really big fan of, and I read his book. Uh, and you're gonna let you, you probably you probably agree. Fifty Cent. Oh yeah. Uh, Fifty Cent wrote two great little books that I don't believe is getting the credit they deserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, he really just I I like his uh, street mentality towards business. Mm-hmm. Um, I've all, I read a lot to to be applied. Like I don't read for leisure. I'm not gonna sit down and read a. Harry Potter novel mm-hmm. to play a movie mm-hmm. in my head. Like I want to read to be informed. So feed your mind. Yeah, Grant Cardone, mm-hmm. uh, sell it like serve it. Uh, any books on branding, any books on marketing. Like even if like there's a library resource and like you know sometimes like you get into a program and then like they, oh we got this library of all of these business classes. I'll just print it out and skim through it just to see if like something grabs me. Mm. You know. Um, like people say, like if you're in business ten years, you, you've got a math, you got an MBA already, right? I feel mm-hmm. like I feel like uh, I've already had an MBA, mm-hmm. you know, since in college. Um, I, that's why I studied biochemistry that on the STEM side, but I should have did a minor in business. But really and truly, man, like right now I'm reading about REO properties, bank-owned properties. Why am I doing that? Because that's somewhere I want to go, right? Mm-hmm. I can't find, I don't want to pay $1,000 to get coached for that. Right, right. right. I want to go into it and learn off my mistakes, right? Yeah, I may not close with this bank here, this asset manager here may not dig my vibe, but I will ask him, what can I do to critique my pitch, my presentation to you? Like, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and then I'll go try to this guy. Uh, but all of that being said, man, Grant Cardone, 50 Cent, uh, the uh, Machiavelli, the Prince, um, uh, what's uh, Powers of Law, mm-hmm. um, 
The Richest Man in Babylon was really good for me. I know it's a really basic, generic book, uh, but it really made me save money. Mm -hmm. It always talked about having coin in your purse for opportunities. And I was just like, yeah, because things come across your plate all the time. And then you'd be like, I just ain't got the money for it right Mm -hmm. now. That's Mm -hmm. frustrating. Right, right. Um, But that's when you go to find money. If you're motivated enough to get it, you go find it. Right. Without stealing, of course. Yeah. Um, But stuff like that. So, sounds like some good books I need to check out as well. Yeah, Um, no, I see my Audible library. I'm a real big Audible guy. Okay, okay. I'm on the move. Right. Yeah. Now, if I right. get to sit down and read a book, I may sit there for about an hour, look at it, mm-hmm. highlight. I'm, I'm more of a listening guy too, yeah. visual and listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's that's the way we learn. It's three. What is it? Reading, listening, and I guess those two: audio and visual. Audio and visual mm-hmm. learning, right? And yeah, whatever source, whatever uh, feed you can get it through to intake it the most. Yeah, uh, like this weekend, I'm headed back down to Miami to. Um, do a real estate some investing summit and um why am i doing that doing it like it's gonna rain it's a tropical storm coming mm-hmm. i gotta go make friends i want to yeah. learn this i i uh i'm at a stage in my life where it's like well what else are you doing like because we're truly you don't have to keep up with the joneses like do what makes you happy you only have one life right one shot mm-hmm. why don't have no regrets if like if i woke up tomorrow and said you know i want to go to law school I'm going to go try to apply and see if I get in mm-hmm. and just... Because you're letting your mind influence you versus letting people influence you. Right. You yeah. know, just do what you want to do. That's why I try not to judge. I'm not a really... only time I'm really judgmental is when you're doing something to... Uh, when a person's being flamboyantly wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, if you know you're wrong and you're being flamboyant about it, you know, that yeah. is a... Uh, that's when I'm like, okay, all right, that's not my crap. You know, that's right. not my type of guy. Right, know? right. I often ask people, when racism does uh, diminish, will people still use racism as an excuse for not getting a job or some opportunity? Maybe mm-hmm. you just was not the best candidate. Maybe right. that person just didn't like your vibe. Do We've mm-hmm. all ran into people and be like, you know, I, I'm not digging that guy. Yeah, I, that's one thing I can't stand is arrogance. Right. Yeah. I'm not digging that guy's vibe, right? right. You know, so... Um, and he may be the nicest person or she may be the nicest person in the world, but it's, it's their delivery for me. Tone, delivery. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. People, man, we could have a whole nother podcast on yeah, that. Yeah. But I had to learn, and I learned it in my relationships. Your emotions will not affect me. Yeah, you said that before we even started this, and it's yeah. like, I need to take that. And it's not being mean. It's just like, you can't fuck up my good energy. You cannot. You, I mean, you can try, but it's right. like, it's, it's whether I want to be susceptible to it or not. And it's not saying that, you know, you're intentionally being mean or I'm being mean or I'm just being, you know, pushing you away. But, man, it's it's hard to get that good energy these days. Mm-hmm. The last mm-hmm. thing you want is someone to come and just mess it up. And, and it's really up to you to accept it. You know, when I'm in relationships with women, like I care. And oftentimes I feel like my brain is split because I'm making decisions like, OK, can this be for my potential wife in a couple of years where I uh-huh. need to be positioning my life this way to bring somebody in? Uh-huh. And then I, and then I realized, like, you're just bringing stress to me. You're just bringing stress to me. Yeah. And, and that's not to say you don't love that person or care about that person, but it's like I, I have to focus. Got to focus. I only have so much capacity, you know? And it's like the, the for me, it's like the smallest little thing yeah. that, that could irk me and just yeah. throw off my energy, and I'm all of a sudden just in a shit mood. Yeah. And I know we should probably try to deal with our emotions better, but we mm-hmm. do the best we can. Mm-hmm. 
And entrepreneurs that's trying to get it, creatives that's trying to get it, yeah. we got very little tolerance and patience for bullshit. Right. And we're dreamers, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. But you can't come in and give us a nightmare. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's yeah, well said. There it is. There I'm it a is. dreamer. Don't be my nightmare. Exactly. Oh, you didn't use that. There's some too. gems in this one. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm a dreamer. Don't be my nightmare. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Hey, that may be a quote I need to put somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those when you post it, you'll be like, yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but no, man, I I, uh, I enjoyed this podcast yeah. with you, man. I'm so glad Me too. I made a connection, Me too. man. And, um, I have one more question. Go ahead. I'm going to let you go. Go ahead. What's your goals, your ultimate goals for 2021? Okay, so 2021. Um, Real estate wise, thirty to forty homes sold uh, from citizens in the upstate. I service everywhere. Mm-hmm. Continue growing my team there. Uh, re uh, positioning my strategy to get a new stream of uh, real estate income via REOs mm-hmm. uh, with S's alterations. Continue training the in house people that we have. Uh, really pouring. Uh, knowledge and skill into them so that we could open a second location uh-huh. for my community. Um, once I drop uh, alexandertucker.com, I'll start my District 5 initiative. And really and truly, my community is really, uh, the district I'm in is really predominantly black, right? But uh-huh. where often our current county councilman is not really, you know, doing what he should be doing because he's an older guy. He's 70, 80, you know. Mm. I voted for him yesterday because I didn't contain it. That was the first time I got disappointed in myself in a long time, you know, because my name wasn't there. Um, and two years from now, I could be saying, like, I can't do it yet, guys. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you know, two years, I could be ready. But um, right. ultimately, uh, uh, probably I'll travel for, uh, go visit back in India. You would like India. They It's, it's poor, but it's rich. Yeah. It's poor, you can get some rich. food on the cheap. Good food, yeah. too. I like it, Indian food. Yeah. 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 Uh, and um, to just, just continue making more friends, man, expanding uh-huh. my brand, learning, um, and not giving up. Keep giving. That's uh-huh. what I want to keep doing, and it's all going to work out. Right. It's all going to work That's out. That's what I keep telling people. Like, everybody is such an uproar right now. I'm like, regardless, it's all going to work out. It's all going to work out. Like, it's why do you guys think just because every four years roll around, things are going to change that massively? I mean, like, you need to, and, and I'm not a super religious guy, but I do know some shit. Yeah. Read your book. Read your book if you want to figure out what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And stop being programmed. Live your friggin' life because it's going to be okay. There's not going to be a civil war because I tell people all the time, I was like, your average uh, family of five, they're not going to pick up no gun and pull no trigger. Right. The average person. They'll talk not, on Facebook. The yeah, keyboard yeah. tough guys. Yeah. like, But, but I mean, I figured if there was going to be something ever like that in my lifetime, it would have happened when Obama was around. Great point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come yeah. on, man. Y'all y'all fussing over two old ass guys. Yeah. Not realizing, again, 535 more people are basically running the government plus that one. Yeah. So it's live like, your life. Do what you want to do. That's like set media, boy. Yeah. Like set goals. Stop worrying about the chaos around you and just do it. Do your thing. That's life. Yeah. That's yeah. life. Well, I'm going to let you go. You got an hour and a half to go back. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I'm coming back, guys. I'm yeah. coming back over here. Yeah. So I appreciate you being on here. I'm sure we'll do plenty of other episodes. Yeah. Um, the available social media links for Alexander right now, I will leave in the description below yeah. on yeah. the channel, on this video. Yeah. Um, but for people that are just listening to the podcast, um, what social links do you have right now that uh, you can give them? You can find me on uh, Instagram at Gravity Nine Point Eight because 
it's 9.8 milliseconds for an object that gravity has on the earth. So I'll hold you down. Oh, <laughs> nice, nice. Nerd. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on uh, Facebook, you can find me at Alexander King Tucker. I'm not a Twitter guy. Um, Snapchat, tooth.doctor864. You know, I spoke about the dental school thing. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. That's when about when it. he gets some more, and when yeah, he gets and my to, YouTube channel, go ahead and subscribe before I drop my video. Yeah. <laughs> the South Carolina real estate agent. Um, it's very hard. It's easy to find. Just type in South Carolina real estate. Yeah, agent. and I'll leave the link in the description below yeah, too. So, no and then doubt. I'll update the links as he's getting more resources up and going. Yeah. So yeah, man, I appreciate you. No, I appreciate you, man. This was fun. We're gonna do it again. Yeah. And uh, thank you everyone for checking out this episode of Small Talk Bigger Ideas. We'll see you on the next one. Boom.